Good morning. It's the KVMR Morning News Update for Friday, October. Yes, October 1st. I'm Steve Baker. The latest on declines in COVID numbers, but first, regional weather and air quality. Nevada City Grass Valley, the Air Quality Index, AQI, forecast for today, 35. Good. Weather today, mostly sunny, high 81. Tonight, low 56. Saturday and Sunday, in the mid-80s. And Sacramento, AQI forecast for today, 52, moderate. Weather today, mostly sunny, high 86. Tonight, low 56. Tomorrow, 90 and sunny. And Truckee Tahoe, AQI forecast, 21, good. Today, mostly sunny and 70. Tonight, low 30. And Saturday, 73 and sunny. Placerville today, partly cloudy and 83. Angels Camp, sunshine and some clouds and a high of 87. Nevada County Public Health reporting 26 new confirmed COVID-19 cases yesterday. Out of 8,420 cases since the start of the pandemic, 663 are active. 18 people are hospitalized and two new fatalities from COVID have been reported, bringing the county death toll to 97. Here's the latest background on Nevada County case numbers from KVMR's Joyce Miller. Is the summer COVID surge finally coming to an end? At Ubinet.com's video COVID-19 status update today, Nevada County Director of Health and Human Services Ryan Gruber had some good news about the trajectory of cases in our county. Gruber noted that from a high of almost 500 cases the week of September 3rd, the county has seen a consistent decline. Last week, we had 193 confirmed cases, which Groover said is still huge, but improving. His message was loud and clear. We're not out of the woods yet. In the same webinar, Brett McFadden, superintendent of the Nevada Union Joint Union High School District, said district case numbers mirror the trend toward a downtick. McFadden noted a spike in cases took place after the county fair and the start of school in mid-August. By the third day of school, August 18th, he said, the district had 100 student cases. McFadden said the district considered shutting down or going totally to distance learning. Schools were able to stay open, he said, due to assistance from response teams from the State Department of Public Health. McFadden reassured viewers that, as he said, education is happening. He noted that last week, numbers were down to a much more manageable 10 cases among students and two among staff. Thanks, Joyce. Elsewhere in COVID, San Francisco officials are considering loosening the city's masking laws, NBC Bay Area reports, and Bay Area hospitals have become a lifeline for patients across the country whose local medical facilities are overwhelmed with coronavirus patients, according to NBC Bay Area. And in Sacramento, this from the Sacramento Bee, Sacramento's top health official expects to remove the county's indoor mask mandate once the local coronavirus transmission rate returns to a level about as low as it was just before the start of the Delta surge. Reaching a seven-day average of less than five daily COVID-19 cases per 100,000 would be a good point to end the indoor masking mandate that we have in Sacramento County. That according to Health Officer Dr. Olivia Casirier. Sacramento's case rate was most recently reported at about 18 per 100,000, according to a Tuesday update to the local health department's dashboard. But it's declining quickly, down from 28 per 100,000 in the past 10 days.
And here's the latest on the Fawn Fire. Officials have lifted all evacuation orders from a wildfire that has destroyed dozens of homes near Shasta Lake. That's according to the Associated Press. And a Palo Alto woman facing felony charges of arson in connection with the Fawn Fire told authorities she was trying to boil bear urine out of creek water the day the fire started, according to a criminal complaint. Alexandra Souvernier, 30, is accused of willfully, unlawfully, and maliciously setting fire to forest land in the Mountain Gate area near Redding on September 22nd, igniting a blaze that has destroyed 185 structures and forced the evacuation of thousands of residents. She told authorities that she was hiking her way to Canada, got thirsty, and then decided to boil water that she was sure had bear urine in it. And no shots, no service. Los Angeles officials have delayed a vote to require proof of vaccination for restaurants, movie theaters, and gyms. But the measure is expected to pass next week, KTLA Television in Los Angeles says. And before you go, some good news. California made a strong showing in this year's MacArthur Foundation Awards with six of the 25 grant recipients coming from the Golden State. Announced this week, the winners include Sophia Noble, a digital media scholar in Los Angeles, Jacqueline Stewart, a film scholar in Los Angeles, Joshua Mealy, a technology designer from Berkeley, and Michelle Monger, a neuroscientist in Palo Alto. Unusually, two of this year's fellows are married, the filmmakers Christina Ibarra and Alex Rivera, who live in Pasadena. The couple were evaluated and selected separately, but informed together, Cecilia Conrad, managing director of the program, told the Los Angeles Times. It was a lot of fun to call them, Conrad says. (laughs) And birthdays today include the original Mary Poppins. Julie Andrews is 86. African music artist Yuso Endur is 62. And saxophonist Jerry Martini of Sly and the Family Stone turns 78 today. KVMR will have a three-hour special on Sly and the Family Stone this Sunday at 2 p.m. on Blues Spectrum. Now stay tuned for more great grooves on the Friday Morning Show with Charlotte Peterson. Hi, Charlotte. Charlotte.